Before we get to today's episode of Off the Bench on the Wizards Podcast Network, we want to remind you to download the Wizards app on the go and in the palm of your hand. The official Washington Wizards team app is your mobile home for all things Wizards. Everything you need to know when it comes to game previews and recaps, radio broadcasts and stats, all at the touch of a button. You can even access the Monumental Sports Network and the Wizards Podcast Network with ease. Download the official Wizards team app today. What's up, Wizards fans? Welcome to another episode of the Off the Bench podcast presented by the Alibaba Group and part of the Wizards Podcast Network. I'm Jackson Filio, joined as always by Zach Rosen of Wizards Digital. And today we're joined by Daniel Gafford, who's been with the team since the trade deadline, but has only played in two games due to an ankle injury. Daniel, let's start there, man. How are you feeling and how's the rehab going? Uh, man, I'm feeling good. Rehab process is is going. Um, I'm moving better on my ankle as we speak. The trainer here, man, I mean, he's like a magician um, because uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I did I had kind of had like the same injury in Chicago and I tried to play on it, uh, which was stupid on my end. It wasn't like the trainer's fault or anything. I tried to play on it when I had messed it up in Toronto and I kind of kind of set myself back a little bit more during that time, which I should have just made a better decision and just like sit down on it instead of just trying to go back and play on it. And so, I mean, the rehab process is going by way smoother now because I'm actually taking the time to really just focus on recovering fully instead of trying to rush it. Yeah, I was going to ask. I mean, I, did, I wasn't sure how many other injuries you've had. out, And now you say you've had the same injury, but like how, how has it been like getting back on the court and like how far have you progressed? Like how do you feel as of today, you know, Tuesday night? Um, I mean – you know, my wind isn't there <laughs> for sure. I thought I would have been in, you know, at least better shape than I am right now coming back and getting on the floor and stuff. But I mean, that that's what um happens. You know, I just had to kind of like really just sit at one point in time and just like really rest it, you know. But um, other than that, just really just getting back out there is just like a blessing in disguise because, you know, the injury could have been way worse, in my opinion. Um, But yeah, you know, just really just taking my time with it because yeah, like I said, in Chicago, like I had, and the crazy thing is this happened with, when I, when we played against the Wizards one night, uh, we played against the Wizards one year, one time in Chicago last year and I deflected a pass and dislocated my thumb. It was like an open dislocation. And like I remember my, that actually. Tip of my thumb was like this, was like going that way. <laughs> um, and it was dislocated. So I was out for the, I was out from that. And then I came back messed up my ankle, tried to play on it and put myself out for a further time than what I was. I think I had a boot on if I'm not mistaken too. But yeah, just really just kind of really just slowing myself down and not really just trying to rush through it because I want to be just like 100%. I want to be back to where I was when I had first got here because I mean, you know, I was jumping out of the gym, certain things like that. I want to be back to that. I don't want to just come in and kind of have like that hesitant feeling like, oh, I might tweak it or I might make it um, worse than what it is, you know, just really just focusing on just like taking my time. <laughs> I, know I'm sound, I know I sound repetitive, but that's just like the main focus right now. What are some of the things you do more from the mental perspective to keep yourself up to speed? Obviously, you guys are limited in terms of practice and shoot around times and, and things like that, but you're still around the team. We see you around on game days, getting warm ups in and, and things like that. I know we talked like when you first arrived, 
there were only a couple of days. You just got to hit the ground running and play and, and learn on the go. Has this kind of given you a chance to um, be a sponge and take some things in and you're kind of going to get a, a second first start with this team here whenever you come back? Yeah, I would say, yeah, for sure. Because, I mean, you know, I'm just really just around the team as much as I possibly can be, you know, just giving my moral support and just being around the guys, soaking up as much knowledge with this team as I can to be able to have that same type of chemistry that I had when I was out there, when I go back out there, you know. And just with, like, the mental aspect of it, just really just kind of, like, focusing in on just rehabbing as much as I possibly can. I mean, the trainers here, they're doing they're doing a spectacular job with the ankle. I mean, because, like, there was one point in time I was on crutches, and then, like, the next day I was off of them. So <laughs> that's it. And it was just, like, a, a blur to me because it, it happened so fast because, you know, um, just recovering so fast of, like, getting off the crutches, like, in that quick like that quick of a time span was just amazing to me. You know, he, he did his thing the first day when I got into the training room. Um, it was a very painful day in the training room, <laughs> um, just like the movements and, and certain things like that. But the things he did really helped me out and like helped my ankle prog like progress, you know, quickly. Going back to just deadline day, even before the injury, just what was that like for you? I know the media asked you and, you, you know, you're trying not to be emotional, but getting to, to D.C. Uh, in a new situation, a great opportunity for you. What, what was that day like? And, and how has it kind of transitioned now that you're with the team? I know you're focused on your rehab, but you're kind of getting your ducks in a row now. Um, man, it was great. Just basically, you know, I got traded in the middle of the season. So now I'm going to have to adjust all over again. So I really just kind of like locked in and not really just let it get to me. You know, when I first had found out that I was trading and stuff, I kind of sat in the room. I was thinking and stuff. It's my first time being traded. So I really didn't even know how to feel. The emotions was everywhere. You know, I was well accumulated with Chicago, but going to another city now, I'm going to have to get accumulated with a whole different city. But I mean, I understood because this is a business. So I kind of linked more. This is a business. It was like a business decision. So I can't get mad at that, you know? <laughs> um, so I just really just, you know, took took my time to really just think about it. Like, yeah, I'm gonna have to adjust to another city. I have to adjust to another, uh, a lot of other guys on the team. But I mean, this is, a, this is a fresh start for me. This is, you know, I would say kind of maybe I would say like a blessing in disguise for me, you know, basically to give myself another boost for my career to kind of like restart and have a fresh open mind on what I can do for this team and just come and just basically play basketball, you know? Um, but other than that, I really was like, it was a lot of emotions that day. But by the time I got on the plane, I was just ready to go. Simple as that. You know, I did <laughs> I did all my stuff. Like after I got off the phone with everybody, I did all my stuff after that. I didn't cry or anything though. I just, I kind of um, just kind of like took the time to just take a mental break because it was a lot that day. You know, the calls, text messages, your mom calls you, your dad calls you, coaches, GMs, everything. And it was just, you know, a big blur. And it was like every five minutes, it was a different call. It was like either my agent, it was either somebody that worked for my agency, or like I said, the GMs, the coaches, certain things like that. So I took that mental break, got on the plane, came to Washington, and I started adjusting as soon as I got here. <laughs> we talked to Chandler last week, and he talked about hearing from Ross, I guess, that first day in the facility and kind of you know, getting to hear from him what the expectations were for you guys and kind of welcome you in. Maybe Russ, maybe somebody else, but what were those welcoming conversations like in those first couple of days from new teammates and coaches? 
It's really welcoming me to the city, welcoming me to the facility, everything. You know, I was getting text messages from all new numbers. So I got to save all numbers over again. <laughs> but um, just getting text messages or like calls from like all certain people on the team, like teammates or like coaches or certain people on the staff or whatnot. And they just gave me one big warm welcome. I mean, then like um, Russ had pulled me and Chandler to the side and he was just telling us about, you know, what to expect or just like with the plays and stuff really don't really just like dwell too much on it because it's going to come sooner or later. You're going to add, it's going to be just, it's going to be second nature to you. So don't really just, you know, try to like kill yourself to like drill the plays in your head or anything like that. So, yeah, I mean, they was basically treating us like we were already on the team, but we was, you know, we had just came. So. I know that um, a lot of people have like expectations of Russell Westbrook, like who he is. Um, but for you, what has it been like kind of to like observe him? I know you haven't gotten Brad hasn't played a ton since you got to the team, but like just with those two guys uh, kind of head of the snake, what has it been like for you? Um, I know in Chicago, you had Zach Levine and some other vets there as well. Um, Really just, you know, come in and doing the same thing that I always do, get guys open, set screens, rebound, have energy. And, you know, my defense, like the way I play defense, I play defense first and offense second. That's like my mindset. So just really just coming in and basically just being me, having like that defensive aspect on the game, having energy and blocking shots, rebounding, keeping guys off the glass that I'm guarding, you know, just basically containing a lot of stuff that, you know, I've always just really tried to do. Um, but other than that, just basically come out and play in the game that I've always played, go out and catch lobs, have energy, block shots, grab rebounds, keep guys motivated, certain things like that. Because I mean, you know, the mental aspect of the game, guys can't get down on themselves. Cause I mean, I've had, I have experienced that too myself. Um, so I just try to keep, I, if, if not, if I don't try to do it, like I'm not trying to do it, then I'm doing it for sure. Cause there's not a time, there's not a time that I'm not trying to like motivate teammates to just really just stay locked into the game and stay the course because you know the NBA games are long games guys get you know in their home heads and like oh, I'm not playing good I'm not doing this I'm not doing that you know but I mean if you got guys around you that's gonna help you push yourself to the limits or anything like that with a next play mentality yeah it's gonna be real good and that's what I try to do I try to be the best teammate I possibly can be. We obviously saw the shot blocking in those first couple of games I think you only played like 28 or 30 minutes total and you had five blocks and you mentioned, you know, being a, a rim running guy, you caught a couple lobs, basically did all the things that everybody said to expect from you in those first couple of games. And then I think one thing that we heard a lot from teammates and, and, and coach Brooks after was praising you for executing what you're really, really excellent at on the court, knowing your strengths and weaknesses and kind of sticking to that for you. Is that a conscious decision? Like you, like when you're preparing and practicing and going into a game, do you say, this is what I'm good at? This is what I'm going to do. Or is it all just natural and in the flow of the game? And that's just the way it works out. Uh, I would say, I would say it's kind of a bit of both. Cause I really do kind of like think on it most of the time when I'm just like in the gym, just like basically working on skills or whatnot. Um, they always, like I always talk to people and stuff and just, really just with the mental aspect of it, I kind of try to do things sometimes that I'm not, <laughs> that's just not me coming out of my comfort zone or whatnot. But sometimes people just tell me to stay in my comfort zone and do the things that I'm good at and be better at that every game. So I kind of really kind of like focus on that and just, you know, go out and do everything that 
always do at an elite level and just play like that from now on. Like, I mean, if I do anything it's not, that brings me out of my comfort zone, I mean, I'll work on it. So I'm for sure going to, you know, have a hold of that skill or any, uh, anything like that sooner or later. But any other day, I'm just going to just play game. You're an Arkansas kid through and through, um, born and raised in Southern Arkansas. Then uh, you went to the University of Arkansas. Sorry about the loss. At least you lost to the eventual champs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only saving grace. Like all kind of Razorback fans saying, and yeah, I'm about to say, you know, we gave us, we gave it our best shot, and you know, we got uh, um, far as we could, and you know, we just. It was just a good. It was just a good thing seeing those guys uh, be in that position to be able to experience that. So I'm happy for them. And for you, just like being from Arkansas and then moving to a city like Chicago and then DC, like, what was that adjustment like for you? Kind of being like a, I, I don't know, wouldn't call you a country boy, but like, <laughs> in a way, you know, you're you're not from the big city. So what was that like for you? Was it kind of like eye opening? Oh, it was. I mean, I was kind of, I don't, I don't want to say I was used to it, but just like playing AAU ball, certain things like that, sure. um, going to certain cities and stuff. Those cities were big, you know, like we had, I think one time we had went to Brooklyn uh, my last year that I played AAU. Um, and like my eyes were big. Like I seen, it was the place that we had played. We, I, the Statue of Liberty was in, you know, view over like the, um, I would say, I don't know if it was the river that we seen it across or whatnot, but yeah, that it was in the view of that. And that just really just doing things like that, it helped me adjust a little bit better because, you know, I've seen these cities, but I hadn't really just stayed in them. So staying in them is, I would say is different. So adjusting to a city to where you have to stay in like Chicago, it was a bit tough first couple of weeks, but once I got adjusted, it was just like home for sure. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's gonna be the same way in Washington once I, fully get the house that I'm going to stay in up there. But for right now, where I'm staying, I mean, all the stuff that are, that's around the area is just great. I love it. I love it. Like, I'm, I've been here for, I can't, I'm losing track of my days. I've been here for a good amount of time. And, like, I'm already adjusted to just, like, what's around me and stuff because I, I don't stay that far from the arena right now. Um, and it's just great. They always tell me that whenever Washington is going to open back up fully, it's going to be a great city. And I mean, I can't wait for it because I'm pretty sure everybody can't wait for, you know, everything to open back up. You know I mean, I just can't wait for like the energy and the vibes that I'm going to get from the city. What are some of the things on your list? You mentioned we're obviously waiting for things to open up a little bit. You guys are limited due to protocol and stuff like that. But this offseason in the city, what are the some some of the things you're excited to get into? Really, man, just going out and enjoying, you know, just the city in general, you know, going to the memorials, you know, I want my biggest thing. I want to go see Abe Lincoln. <laughs> that's just, that's been like my biggest you know, <laughs> thing since I was young. It was one point, it was one time I went to a camp in Washington. We went to go see all the monuments and stuff. We just didn't get to go see Abe. <laughs> you know, we went to the White House. We took pictures by the White House and stuff, but I, uh, all my teammates and stuff, they'd be like, man, I want to go see Abe Lincoln. I want to do this. I want to do that. And we had to fly out. So we were just disappointed. <laughs> so for <laughs> sure, I'm going to go see all that, see all the stuff that I didn't get to see, take pictures, send them to my mom because she's going crazy. She wants to see all that. Um, but just really just going out and being able to experience the city and, you know, just seeing all the people out and just experience the restaurants and stuff that are down there. And I want to um, experience the sauce that they were just talking to me about uh, um, with the, the mambo sauce. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what that's about, too. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've got incredible taste of the food being from the South with, uh, you know, that's that's the best food in America is right there in the South. So uh, you have a good palate. Uh, I was going to ask you just like in marching band and stuff, I know you've mentioned a little bit, but kind of talk to us about that. That's kind of unique for an athlete to participate in that, um, you know, while you were playing sports too. Yeah. Um, so when I first started out in the band, I didn't, cause like I didn't play like fully like school basketball until I was like in eighth grade. I played, I like, you know, was accumulated with like AAU and stuff before like actually going to play school basketball and certain things, but I kind of like almost gave up on that because I was uncoordinated, you know. I didn't have the right size <laughs> shoes most of the time. My jersey and stuff, that was too big. I was too small and stuff. I was clumsy, certain things like that. I didn't know anything about basketball. But, I mean, I love the sport because, you know, all the people around me, they played it and stuff. So I always just played it for fun. So I wanted to be accumulated with a team. So just going through that, when I had started band, I was in – middle school and I went from middle school up to junior high and I really just stuck with it until like you know the beginning of the ninth grade because it was just a lot of stuff that was going on at the time but I played three variations of the clarinet played regular clarinet conch uh bass clarinet and a contra bass clarinet and those were all the things that I played in like the concert season so I was sitting down at the time but it, I couldn't like go out with the clarinet that I was playing um because of how big it was. <laughs> it was like almost my height. When I'm sitting down, it was like my height. So I couldn't, you know, walk around with that uh, thing on my shoulder all the time. Probably was gonna dislocate my shoulder. Cause yeah, I was a, I was a real, <laughs> I was a real skinny guy back then. It wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna be good. But I was strong enough to carry a bass drum in marching season. So that was good. Uh, and it was even better because I had my cousin, he was playing right beside me. He was playing a snare drum at the time. So it was just, it was just a real fun experience and it helped me, you know, I got a real big heart for music. I played a full drum set for the first time and like I learned it in a week, but I played a full drum set for the first time uh, for my, for a church that I had went to after, um, but yeah, that's my, uh, <laughs> that's my band story, you know. When was the last time you picked up an instrument? Oh man, it's been a minute. <laughs> um, I would say the last full time that I played an instrument, uh, was just like playing on anything in general was a drum set at Ole Miss. Uh, when we, it was like I don't know if it, I had did I had played it like the next year, but that was just when I knew that I was just rusty and I'm not gonna try it anymore. <laughs> so my freshman year, we go to Ole Miss. We have our you know annual little shoot around and stuff. Uh, when we get there, we land, we get all our stuff in the hotel. We go, we shoot and certain things like that. So everybody's getting their shots up. Everybody's playing like shooting games and stuff. And so we're about to get ready to leave. And um, so like the media people, they see the drum set <laughs> and whatnot. I'm like, oh man, I already know what's coming. So <laughs> tell me to go over there and do it. But I don't think they had like full drumsticks. I didn't think they had, I don't think they had like the actual drumsticks. So I had to grab the bass drumsticks and so I was playing on the bass drum with that at first. And they was like, oh, get on the drum set, get on the drum set. And then I don't, I, don't, I think this video had went viral. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I played, yeah, I just went crazy on the drum set, you know, for like a, a kind of like 15 seconds, you know, <laughs> just in that little time frame. I just went crazy on the drum set, you know, and I put them down. I was like, yeah, I still I still got it, you know, and I just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, like drop. I want to see it. Just look up Daniel Gafford drum set, Ole Miss. It should pop up. I, I don't know though. 
I don't know, man. I think we might need to recreate it. Get the drumsticks back in your hands and see if we can do it again. I don't know, man. I might, might, uh, might embarrass myself. So we, we ain't going to do that, but um, I will be down for it if it does happen though. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely. Well, you've been super generous with your time tonight, man. Thank you for uh, giving us some time and, and letting us get to know you a little bit better. I think it'll be great for, for the fans to do the same. Uh, and obviously we very much look forward to getting you back out on the court soon. Yep, looking forward to it. Thank you guys for having me.